I'm Nigel Millard, photographer and crewman on Torbay Lifeboat. I first witnessed the RNLI launching down the beach at Hoylake on the Wirral in around 1991. Uh, I was walking along the beach and Hoylake Lifeboat trundled past me heading out on a shout. I took some photos and went back to the station and had a chat with them took some more portraits of the guys and then uh, when I had the opportunity and we moved to Devon in 2004 uh, I contacted my local lifeboat station which was Torbay lifeboat on the South Devon coast and would shadow them uh, looking for shouts the watching the waiting and um, to capture whatever they were doing at the time I wasn't crew I was a photographer and I would just go out on the lifeboat and photograph what the guys were doing. And then occasionally I'd put the camera down and, and help out. And after the Ice Prince shouts, Mark Alcoxon said, uh, would you like to join the crew? And the rest of the guys echoed that and I said, that would be great, I'd love to. I joined the crew in Torbay in 2008 and uh, I haven't looked back. In 2010 I got an offer to work on a book, a photo book, uh, of RNLI imagery. And so I toured the UK and Ireland, um, going to specific stations at specific times to capture specific events. And I happened to be at Baltimore for the Fastnet race in 2011. And we launched to go out on exercise and we were standing off the Fastnet rock. And it was quite a lumpy sea, I would say. Uh, you know, it was sort of six gust in seven. And um, we heard that there was a, an EPUB distress beacon had been activated. And we got tasked to go to the uh, point where they found the distress signal. We got there, there was nothing to be seen. After about 20 minutes, it got expanded and um, escalated into a mayday. And about 45 minutes later, we went through the squall and came across the hull of uh, the upturned hull of a white yacht with, I think it was 15 or 16 people standing on the hull. And it was the Ramble 100. We'd been standing off the Fastnet Rock watching the boats go by, and the first boat that passed us was the Ramble 100. An hour and a half later, it was upside down and it passed us doing about 25 knots. Um, the canting keel had, had sheared off and put all the crew in the water. One guy managed to dry capsize so he managed to walk around the hole as the boat capsized and five people were missing so we did a quick search in the immediate vicinity to try and find the missing people, um, the missing crew and we couldn't other lifeboats were searching, two helicopters, two of the Irish helicopters were, Shannon and Waterford were tasked, and we then set about recovering the casualties from the upturned hull. And that was one of the times when, as a photographer and a crewman, I wear two hats, and it's important to know when you, it's not always suitable to take a photograph. And this was one where, on, on this particular shout, I joined the crew of Baltimore, so I was actually a crewman with a camera. So I put the camera down, I was tasked 
to doing casualty care. So I checked the casualties over as they came on board um, and move them around the boat, put them down in the cabins if they were cold and uh, pick up the camera and take a few photos. It's vital that you don't push a camera into somebody's face when you're actually there trying to rescue them. Um, and you could tell, I could tell, the rest of the crew could tell that the mood was positive. Um, and it was one of those times that it was possible to take photos of everybody to capture the event. So I'd held the casualty down into the survivor's cabin and then I noticed that I could see through the, the, the little porthole, grabbed the camera, took a shot looking out to see the casualties on the, on the hull. And then come back up, grab hold of another casualty, just to do a quick assessment on them. And then, so I was in between on deck, roaming around all over. Um, but it was a positive vibe to that day. It is really important to keep the camera in the bag sometimes. It doesn't, you know, we get on board, I have a bag with my camera in, and sometimes it doesn't come out because it's just not suitable. It's just not the right thing. And instinctively, you get it. And I think the crews see that I get that, and they can see that there's a respect for privacy and for dignity, and to make sure that we're not trespassing into that sort of time when it could potentially be you know, life and death situations for somebody. Once you lift that camera up, things just happen and you, you instinctively know where you need to be on the boat. You know where to stand to get a splash, uh, to get wake, to get drama and it's about being in the right place at the right time to capture the crew doing what they do. And through my training with the RNLI, which is second to none, you work with your crew and you train with your crew and you put your life in their hands. All crews are all trained to the same high level and you all have your role. And you might be a navigator or a coxswain doing casualty care or a mechanic Whatever, whatever your role is, you get on board, you instinctively know what to do, and you do it. And you don't question, because you trust implicitly the, the crew around you. And, you know, it's all about having that trust in each other. And crews see that as you travel around, and they see that I'm not there to trip them up, I'm not there to sort of try and catch them out and make them look silly or foolish. I'm there to just sort of like capture what they do in the situations that, that they face in as honest and compassionate way as possible. Over the years I've now visited a, a couple of hundred lifeboat stations and they're all different but they're all the same. Uh, they're all at the heart of the community, whether you're in Aith in Scotland St Mary's um, in the southwest, over on the west coast of Ireland, Wales on the east coast of England, wherever you are, it's the same community. It's the, the people of the community standing firm and tall and 
looking after the community. And it's the communities that provide for the lifeboats. Over the years, I've become a crewman that has a camera. And when I visit stations, wherever they might be, I get my crew kit out of my bag, hang it up on a peg with all the other guys. And for that period of time, I've joined that crew. And that's such a great feeling. Such a great feeling of um, belonging, of camaraderie, from going out on an exercise to photographing it to uh, launching down a slipway at two o'clock in the morning on St David's lifeboat on a shout to having a beer in the pub uh, or a pasty down with the crew at Penley. It's, it's such a good feeling, such a real warm feeling, uh, real positive feeling that I get from that. I think in terms of favourite photos, there's a shot of Bucky lifeboat that I shot from the Y boat, which is really a survivor's eye, eye view. All you see in a huge big breaking sea is the flash of an orange of the uh, hull of the lifeboat. And casualties say to you, you don't see anything and then all of a sudden this bright orange thing appears. And it's not the sun, it's a lifeboat. And that photo for me is now probably 15 years old and it is still one of the strongest, one of the most difficult to capture, but that sums it up for me. Behind all the crew are an amazing family. And uh, I've got an amazing family behind me. And, um, you know, I can be away for a week on a shoot and come back, get home, pages go off, and um, off you go. But they get it. They just understand that you're there and you're fulfilling a role and you're helping. And I think, you know, we all have to think that we don't want this to happen to us but sometimes it could be you that it might happen to and you would wish that there's somebody there to help when you need it. Hello it's Dee Kafari here and you've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you. 200 Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited.